0: The golf.com podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one-week fantasy football. Season-long fantasy football is over, but on FanDuel you can still play fantasy football for real cash all the way to the Super Bowl. Enter my code GOLFING, that's G-O-L-F-I-N-G, at FANDUEL.com to play a risk-free tournament for up to $10. We're also sponsored by SeatGeek. Whether you're looking to buy tickets or sell tickets you can't use, check out SeatGeek, the smartest way to buy and sell tickets for your favorite sports team. Download the SeatGeek app and enter our code GOLFING, G-O-L-F-I-N-G, for $20 off your first purchase.
1: I did it in Australia. Australian PTA and it just wasn't really like I don't know I didn't really think much of it I was just like oh yeah I'm gonna do it so I only made one birdie on the last day so I only did it once so I'm not sure if it got on TV I don't know how fun it would be if we beat the Cardinals and then I dab them 16 after birdie I don't think that would be fun (laughs) I don't think I'd get a lot of cheers saw a couple guys wearing Seahawks jerseys in the airport I dabbed in front of them too that's who I am yeah, it might be annoying
0: sometimes. I get it, but I don't really care. I'm there to have fun. And Hello, and welcome to the Golf.com podcast. I'm your host, Sean Zack. My guest today is a rookie on the PGA Tour that is starting to raise some eyebrows, both with how he's playing and also for how he celebrates his birdies. He is Harold Varner III, calling in from the Career Builder Challenge out in Southern California. Harold, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going?
1: Oh, everything's good. Everything's good.
0: Thanks for having me. Now, I'm glad to have you on the podcast uh, definitely this week as well because uh, you're kind of dealing with a little bit of attention for what you did this past weekend out in Hawaii. Was that your first time in Hawaii?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was my first time. It's a long ways out there.
0: So, how did you're a big Panthers fan, and you're supposed to be playing golf in Hawaii while the Panthers are playing their playoff game. I was curious to see... Did you blackout? Did you did you tape the game? How did you keep track of the Panthers game while you were supposed to be playing?
1: Well, the game is uh the game came on at eight o'clock hard time, so it wasn't you know it wasn't too bad. So, so I didn't see till eleven, so I got to see until like the middle of the third quarter ish, like or yeah beginning of the third quarter. Okay, when so I left, 30, at that, at
0: and, that point they'd already yeah. won the game basically, huh?
1: Well, I didn't think so. I mean, it's not over till it's over. So I just wanted him to hold on, and then I got him on the second
0: hole, the and out we won. And I suppose you're going to be in the kind of same predicament this weekend with the Arizona Cardinals game. What are your What are your thoughts right now on, on the Panthers versus the Cardinals?
1: Um, I think they're going to beat. The Cardinals. Period. I went to the Cardinals, uh, <clears throat> the Cardinals Panthers game last year. The uh, I guess it was a wild card game. I went to that. So yeah, I think they're going to do what they've been doing. They're just going to keep winning. Now, I... yeah, but I'm a little nervous though. So, you know, I just want them to win.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I did a little bit of a, a Twitter search, and I threw throughout your timeline, and there's plenty of plenty of Cam Newton references and. All of them, just about all of them, include the hashtag swag in those tweets. I was wondering, have you ever met Cam Newton?
1: No, no, not yet. Um, I mean, I've been really close to him. We've been to movement. Uh, I went to the Cavs-Hornets game, uh, I guess, over Thanksgiving break, and I saw him there. So, uh, yeah, he's a big dude.
0: Oh, he's, he's incredible. Uh, and he's having an incredible MVP-type season now. If
1: he's type. he is the MVP. <laughs> There's no ifs and buts about it. I don't like your hesitation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just know that he's going up against a guy like uh, Carson Palmer this week that also was on a couple people's radar. It's tough.
1: I don't care if they lose this week. There's no way he should lose MVP. He's played. He had two good of a year. You know, his team was 15-1. I mean, Carson Palmer's had a great year, good for him. But, I mean, Cam is just setting records right now.
0: I love it. I love the confidence both in your in, in your NFL team, but also the confidence you display on the golf course. Uh, and you had plenty of confidence this week, especially after playing very well. And you made a little bit of a headline when people caught up with the tournament and they saw a video of you celebrating a birdie with a little bit of a little dab on the golf course. Can you explain uh, what what was going through your mind? Why you wanted to be the first golfer to to dab in competition?
1: Um, I mean, our team is just playing well. I I did it in Australia, Australian PTA, and it just wasn't really like I don't know. I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. So I only made one birdie on the last day. So I did it once. So I'm not even sure if it got on TV, but uh, you know, and then in, like this past week, you know, I just kind of I just told everybody I was going to do it. You know, it's a big week for the painters on the weekend i played with a good friend of mine and he he just said i wouldn't do it he's like there won't be any dabbing and i was like all right whatever so then i purposely made sure i did it because it's just fun you know like we're out there playing golf i'm not i'm out there to have a good time you know yeah i want to play some good golf but you know i just wanted to keep messing with pd more. you
0: know that's that's probably one of the one of my favorite things, at least, about you is that you don't take golf nearly as seriously at times. I know you're a serious player, but I think you like to let loose and show yourself a little bit. Do you think that that's maybe something that's missing from some people on tour? Guys don't quite show their fun side or don't don't enjoy having as much fun on the course?
1: I don't know. I don't really think about it much. I just think this is the way that I'm going to play my best golf, so that's how I'm going to act. I mean, yeah, there's a time and place for everything, but You know, sometimes you just got to let loose and just go play golf, and that's what I think I'm really good at. So I'm not going to change much.
0: Yeah, I know. I've seen quite a few interviews that you've done in in which you say, you just want to be Harold Varner. You don't need to be anybody else. That's just you being you. So is that what you're saying? When you're out there having fun, dabbing on the course, almost acting like the golfing version of Cam Newton, is that Harold being Harold?
1: You know, I just um, I enjoy having a good time, but just you know, I'm there to play golf, and I would do that anywhere. Like I wouldn't. You know, I'm trying to get on the golf course? Well, I don't. I don't think you should. So I would do that anywhere. You know, I saw a couple guys <clears throat> wearing Seahawks jerseys in the airport. I dabbed in front of them too. So it's not like all of a sudden I got out there and I was like trying to show off or anything like that. It's just who I am. Yeah, it might be annoying sometimes. I get it, but I don't really care. I'm there to have fun, and I just kind of go about my way the way I would like.
0: Yeah, that that mentality I think is gonna it'll grow on people. People are gonna end up loving Harold Varner uh, more and more each week, especially if you're dabbing out there. Now, another thing you did in the Sony Open was tie for thirteenth, uh, but I think I think people also took note of part of your bag, your new head cover. Uh, I believe, it, mm-hmm. I believe it's named Gerald. Gerald Varner.
1: Yeah, it's can, Gerald. Can you, it's can, you it? it's can, can you tell me about uh, it? It's in there. again?
0: Can you tell me who or what exactly is Gerald Varner?
1: Um. So Gerald is uh, my friend, my college teammate. Was at a, um, I guess like a teacher store one morning. I don't really. Kind of weird on a Saturday morning at a teacher store, and he saw this puppet in this store and he bought it and then he caddied for me in Raleigh in the TBC Wakefield the web.com event up there because so that's where he lives and he put it on my three wood and it's just kind of you know it's just been on there forever you know it's just it's a weird I don't know I can't really explain how it happened I was like whatever I'll just keep it on there and some people just they kept messing with it some people thought it was me and I was just like no it's not and then just it just took off, you know. Kinda kinda weird actually. But I think it's funny. So I got a new one this year. And then someone created a uh I guess a Gerald Twitter account. I'm not really sure who it is, but it's pretty funny.
0: Oh, so you don't you don't I I had a feeling you might run that account, but you don't run the Gerald Varner head cover account.
1: No, I would never run that account. It's stupid. It's kinda weird. <laughs> I can barely run my account.
0: Yeah, you're you're pretty active on Twitter, I'd say. You uh, it,
1: a little bit. I mean, I just don't like how people who are behind a um, a cell phone or a computer can you know can say stuff. So I don't only really talk to people I kind of know.
0: Yeah. Now I, I'm aware that you have a marketing degree, so I, I suppose you kind of see some value in in having social media as a, as a guy who wants to spread his own brand. Is that true or no?
1: No, i could jealous about spreading my brand. I just kind of. If I want to say something to someone, I just say it. <laughs> but yeah, obviously I know I know there's value. I don't really, I guess, understand the whole concept of it. I think it's a little, it can be a little much sometimes. But I mean, I feel like everyone has it. It can be fun. I think it's really fun if people don't take everything so literal.
0: Yeah, I understand. I definitely understand. I know people can can get wrapped up in the tiniest things, especially when professional athletes use that platform for good, sometimes they can say the wrong thing and it can turn out, going out the opposite direction and not be a good thing. Uh, but yeah, let's...
1: people are just so, I mean, I feel like they're so more about being uh, politically correct than just being correct, you know? Like, if someone's right, just give them the, you know, just give them the the benefit of the doubt that they were just being right. Like, who cares if it comes out the right way? If you meant what you said and it has a good, valid point, listen to it. You know, everyone has their own opinion.
0: Okay, I like it. Now... Let's get to some golf because that's, that, that, that's the something we haven't even talked about yet. And uh, I'm interested to hear about your first few reactions from your rookie season on tour. You've been a rookie for, a, I suppose, a few months now. You've played, actually, just about every uh, PGA Tour event. What's been your favorite part so far of, of being one of the new guys out there? But before we get to that, I'm going to take a quick break for a message from our sponsor... FanDuel. Season-long fantasy football is all over with. Though the herd of players is now slim to just four teams, you can still win money just the same at FanDuel all the way through the Super Bowl. When you use our promo code Golfing. that's G-O-L-F-I-N-G, your first tournament is risk-free. That's good for any contest at FanDuel up to $10. If you win, you keep the money. If you lose, they will refund your account because FanDuel is the best place to play one-week fantasy football. Remember, those entry fees at FanDuel start at just $1, so there's a league for everyone. You can play against the world, or you can make it a little interesting playing against your closest friends. FanDuel also offers hockey and basketball fantasy sports, so if you're a puck or hardwood mastermind, check them out as well. To get started, go to fanduel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner use our special code golfing for the risk-free entry. It's really that simple at FanDuel. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Check it out today. And now back to our conversation with Harold Varner.
1: I'm still. I've always wanted to play on the P J Tour, so that's, you know, just soaking it in, you know, playing some of the courses. You know, I haven't played in, I guess, let's see, where to I play? This, this Classic was the first time I've seen it on TV and, you know, kind of knew the holes before I got there from the TV, so that's pretty cool. And then traveling to places I've never been, you know, but at the end of the day, I guess I'm still playing golf, so I'm trying to get better, obviously as a ultimate goal.
0: Is it difficult? I'm always interested, like seeing a course for the first time. You're you're one of the obviously one of the three hundred best golfers in the world. Getting to a course for the first time, playing a couple practice rounds. Is it difficult to win when you don't know a course very well or it's, are you you just absolutely new to it?
1: Um I think it, it is more difficult. That's why you don't see as many rookie winners. But I also believe that, like, at the end of the day, it's just all about execution of certain shots, you know. And whoever can just execute the best is going to have the best chance to, to win. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's harder, yeah, I think yeah, it may be tougher. But, you know, 200 yards in Hawaii is probably going to be the same as 200 yards you know, in the summer, so. You know, you got to feel for it. You just got to and just try to find a way where, where you know, play the course the way, you know, you think you have the best chance to shoot your lowest rounds.
0: Yeah, now I'm sure not everything is easy as a rookie on tour. I remember talking to Justin Thomas last year, and he said something that people don't quite know or realize being a rookie is that you don't quite know, like, which hotel to go in or which part of town to stay in at every city stop that you are on the PGA without Tour. It. Is that true? Like, what's what's been the toughest part for you yeah, so far?
1: That's without a doubt. That is so true. Um, but you can ask. I mean, like most people, you know, if you ask someone, that's what I'm learning. Like, I kind of, you know, my, my agent tells me most of the time where I should stay, and i from a list kind of thing. But um, I guess from here down the road, I'm probably going to ask people and just try to get an idea where I should stay, and there's guys that will help you do that, and I think it's just easier if you just seek out advice. The first few, you just kind of feel like you're just testing the waters, figuring it out, but as long as you got a place to sleep, I think that's all that matters.
0: So do you have a go-to guy that's like a veteran on tour who, who you would go to and ask for advice?
1: Uh, not a go-to guy, but just bouncing things off of people whenever I'm playing with them. Yeah, you know, I played with Graham in Mexico. Got to ask him a few questions. And then obviously Steve Cross, I guess, has been out here five years now. And then uh, Jason Gore. You know, just, there's a good number of guys. You just kind of cross paths and, you know, you start talking to them. And you just ask them. You know, it's not they're not mean guys, so you don't really have to – it's not really hard to, to approach them, I think.
0: Now, now, you said playing courses as rookies for the first time you that's probably probably a reason why you don't see a lot of rookies winning but this year we've seen a few rookies winning Smiley Kaufman won Emiliano grillo won uh are you are you pretty tight with those guys I'm curious to see if there is throughout the season a little bit of a talk about who's the best rookie on tour or the the rookie of the year race do you guys ever discuss that kind of stuff or or do you joke about it
1: uh, no, not really. Well, I don't. I never two I pretty well, but no, I don't really. That's kind of weird. I don't really. I try not to talk about golf. I mean, it's fun, but I like to get away. I mean, golf is not everything. It's just, it's what I do. It's not who I am. So, no, not really. I like to have good times so them. I like, go to dinner and talk about sports and figure out why the Cavs lose by 30 and <laughs> stuff like that.
0: I was interested in asking you about that because I know you were born in Akron. And you're a huge LeBron fan. Did you catch yeah, that game the other night? Off right now. What's going on with them? Uh,
1: I think uh, I read what Kevin Love had to say about LeBron, and I honestly don't think he's far off. You know, like LeBron's going to have to lead that team. You know, sort of like when he first got there. He's got to, you know, I don't know if he wants to do it that way, but he's got to, you know, be ready to put up 50 at night. Yeah, well, I, I think, least, you know, because I think it was so easy in Miami, you know, yeah. always, always get the ball to someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: uh, I, I, mean, We're we're losing you a little bit here. Um, I couldn't quite hear you your take, but I heard you mention Miami. It was a little easier for LeBron. He could defer to D Wade, and defer to Chris Bosh, and uh, I don't know if that's quite in his. His mentality is to go out and get his buckets, to go out and get 40
1: or 50. Exactly. Exactly, I know. I, I agree with you totally. I just, um, I think he needs to get over that. You know, time is running out, and, you know, he, there's no I in team, but there's a me, and he can, uh, there's no reason for them to lose. By. I don't know how many they ended up losing by there. I know they are down by, like, 30-something. Yeah, um, it, but, it was not know, pretty. They, you know, you can't bring that kind of form in the middle of the season. You know, if that would have been like the first game of the year, I guess that would have been – I mean, it should never be acceptable, but I guess it would have been acceptable then. But now it's kind of like, hey, dude, you know, in four months, you all be in the playoffs.
0: It's true. Now, so you're a big sports fan, and you've got the Panthers, you've, you've got the Cavs. When you're on the road, because uh, the tour goes from Hawaii to California to Florida to Texas – are you trying to, those practice round nights, are you trying to get in a game with, with other guys? Do you, you try to go to some of these events?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, it's pretty cool. I guess um, when we played in Kansas City last year, I went to a Royals game. You know, yeah, you, it's not everything, not everything's about golf. You know, I don't want to be at the golf course all day. It's not really that cool. But I'm <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, enjoy it, you know. When you go to a city, try to, uh, some things and experience where you are
0: now you're from Jacksonville and I remember seeing a few months ago you and Duffner and I think Snedeker you guys did that uh, that interesting shot from like the top of the stadium at the the Jags game what was that like? have you ever done something like that before?
1: yeah oh no no I've never done anything like that but it was pretty cool I hit some really good uh, really good shots so uh you know, it's kind of a – I I think it was really cool because it came down to a good friend of mine, Bud, Collie, and I and I just stuck it in the inside and just piss them off. So that made it really cool. I mean we didn't get back till like one in the morning, so that tea time the next day wasn't the greatest.
0: <laughs> did you have it? did you have any like side action? Do you have a little side bet with those guys on how that was gonna shake out?
1: Uh I'll keep that between me and you. <laughs> yeah, always.
0: I like it. I like it. Now just a couple more questions for you Harold. I want to take all your time today. but you're a rookie but you're 25 on you're 25 years old and you're a rookie on tour. you had to go through playing uh, through Q school and through the web.com tour. and I think some of the the rising young stars today are taking a little bit of a different route. They might be the exception to the rule. But you got Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and these guys who are graduating from college and they're soon on the PGA Tour. You took a different route. What did you What did you really learn, like, through going through the Web.com Tour? How does that make you? How did that make you into the PGA Tour player that you are today?
1: Um, it just you know it gives you a place to get better because if you can't make it off of that tour, you might not be quite good enough, and that's the way I took it. You know, when I missed the year before, I was like you know, you just weren't good enough. If I was good enough, I would have made it. I just, that's what I think. I think it's pretty simple. I don't think it's that complicated. So, you know, it did me really good because it pissed me off. And, you know, the off season became like a way for me to, you know, really focus in and get ready to get the year started the right way. You know, I didn't do well in South America, which, you know, was a little, it was a different experience the first time I went down there. And then the second time I went down there, I went down there on a mission, like, you know, I play well enough I can secure my card while I'm in South America you know just a different mindset so yeah it helped me out a lot I just wasn't good enough though that's what I think mm-hmm. to be point blank with you
0: yeah and not, it's um, it's starting to click for you now though you had success uh, back in the fall obviously a lot of success at the Australian PGA um, was that, yeah, was that the like, biggest you know, pressure you've ever dealt with on the course
1: what at the Australian PGA yeah no, no, I don't, I don't really know. It's really like, it's all the same, you know, if you're trying to win anything, it's going to be hard, but, you know, it's, it's hard to explain I it's just like the things that happened on the web.com tour, like, I had some changes that went out there, just helped me out, like, this fall.
0: In, uh, in, like, what ways? Is it, like, is it just learning how to, to close or learning how to to put four rounds together. Before Harold gets to that, let me pause for another brief note from one of our sponsors. When it comes to this weekend's football, Harold's Panthers host the Cardinals Sunday night, uh, and he's already predicted a victory for the Panthers, and he's quite confident in that result. Um, That comes after Peyton Manning and Tom Brady duke it out Sunday afternoon. Watching football from home is great, but nothing compares to being there live. I can tell you that for sure. Just know it's never too late to get a ticket on SeatGeek and get some money back in the process by using our promo code golfing. If you're new to SeatGeek, it's time to get with the program. SeatGeek is an app that pulls all the ticket buying and selling options from other sites into one place to save you time. SeatGeek knows the fair market value of every ticket, and they use that information to your benefit. If you have tickets you can't use, SeatGeek will also help you out by quickly selling them as well. So put them to work. So to get involved, get tickets, and get $20 back in the process, download the free SeatGeek app, enter our promo code golfing. Then SeatGeek will send you $20 once you've made your first purchase. For the NFL playoffs, the NBA, the PGA Tour, and even the best concerts out there, use the SeatGeek app and our code GOLF and you get $20 back. Now we've talked plenty of golf and even some football today, so if the pigskin is your second favorite sport behind golf, check out the football podcast from Sports Illustrated. That would be the MMQB podcast with Robert Klemko and Andy Benoit, as well as the Audible's podcast hosted by Chris Burke and Doug Farrar. In the run up to Super Bowl Fifty, they'll be pumping out four podcasts a week. I've been told, so go check them out at si.com slash podcasts or find the SI Podcast Network on iTunes. And with that, we'll go back to my conversation with Harold Varner III.
1: I think you know. I think it's the putting the four rounds together. I think it's learning how to travel. I think it's you know how you should be thinking under pressure or what you should be thinking about. You know, things that, you know, if you had some success under pressure, you know, you can always fall back on that. The next time there's like a, you know, I, I think there's way more, you know, way more pressure trying to make the cut in my eyes than it is in winning a tournament sometimes. Because, you know, you want to play the weekend. You know, you want to have give yourself a chance. When you're in contention, you're already playing good. It's like you just keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. when you scratching around on the cut, you know, you ain't got it, you know, you just, it's just tougher for some reason, and you just gotta simplify it.
0: Yeah, and and I suppose when you're flirting with the cut, you're also flirting with making zero dollars that week, and as as opposed to being in contention, you're guaranteed you're gonna make some good money. Does that, does that, I mean, I know you're not thinking about money when you're playing on the course, but does that add
1: pressure? No, never, unless I'm in a money match with someone, so... No, not really. I don't think about money. I just want to play more golf. You know, I want to keep getting experience, and you can't get experience if you miss a cut. You know, you're just playing two rounds and you're going home. So there's no experience there. You know, I'm just I want to get as many rounds under my belt on tour because it just can't hurt. You know, just learning every day.
0: Yeah, and you're getting more and more each week. Now, are you? Is it? This will be your first real. California swing so to say and uh are you you looking forward to to getting through California and seeing LA and what what are you looking most forward to like in the next month
1: oh well it depends on if I get in the waste management if I get into the waste management forward to that obviously that's gonna be a lot of fun I don't know how fun it'll be if we beat the Cardinals and then I dab them sixteen after birdie. I don't think that would be fun. <laughs> I don't think I'd get a lot of cheers. But um, I'm looking forward to that, and then obviously going to the Northern Trust because I've played there before, <clears throat> and that's a, and then I played the National Championship there. My la I guess, in 2012. Okay, so, so you, uh, you've
0: got some experience. Second,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, you know, just. I can't wait to get back to it. That course is awesome.
0: Definitely. Now, uh, as far as your schedule goes, you're you're not automatically qualifying for just about every event out there. Are you gonna I remember talking to Danny Lee last year and the guy played in like thirty six or something like events and he was just playing wherever he could play. Do you kinda have that same mentality or uh
1: you know are you just... No, I just uh No, I don't. I'm going to I played every event last year, though, on the uh, web, which is, you know, you have your scheduled weeks off on that tour, so it's kind of uh, it's easier to schedule. But out here, I think I'm going to uh, I have a good idea what I'm going to play in, but you just got to play well so you can pick and choose which ones you're going to play in. But, you know, you, I'm not going to play every event, but that's going to be kind of weird because like, I feel like sometimes when you take a week off, you're like you're like almost missing out. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I understand. So you just
1: got to get that through your head that, like, you're not missing out. You're just you're going to be fresh and ready to go.
0: How, how important is a week to – say you've played three or four events in a row. How important is an, an off week?
1: I really don't know. I don't take too many of them off. But uh, I've heard from older people or older guys that, you know, rest is just as important as, uh, you know, practice – so I'm learning that. That's another thing I'm learning. Like I can't remember the last time I took a Monday off. The ter- tournament week, and this this week was the first week. So you know, but I felt really good on on Tuesday, or yeah, yesterday. So we're just gonna you know, we're gonna go compete.
0: Yeah, you're a working man. Now, uh, one last question before you go. Big Panthers fan. You're confident they're gonna. They're going to beat the Cardinals this weekend. Can we at least get a score prediction for that game?
1: Uh, I just hope they win by three. If I had to guess, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be like 31-28. Okay. Uh, Man, that sounds like a lot. 28-24 maybe? I don't know. As long as we get a win, I don't really care.
0: Yeah, and as long as they win by three. Uh, either way, yeah. Harold, I appreciate it. Good luck to your Panthers this weekend. I wouldn't mind a little oh. – I would not mind a little revenge on the Cardinals because I am a Packers fan. So good luck, good luck, enjoy it. Have a good week at the Career Builder, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road.
1: Awesome, sounds good. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's Harold Varner III predicting that the Panthers will beat the Cardinals by four this weekend, 28-24. to 24. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation with Harold. Don't be surprised uh, when you see him dabbing on tour this season. It sounds like it'll be making quite a few appearances, especially if he continues to play well. We will do our best to continue getting great guests like Harold on the podcast. If there's any player on tour you'd like to see us have on the show, you can tweet me at Sean underscore Zock. That's S-E-A-N underscore Z-A-K. Or leave us a review at iTunes or on SoundCloud. But with that, it's time for me to go. I'm your host, Sean Zock, and we will catch up next time.